Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. SNL's Pete Davidson in crisis, the toll of a social media troll. Kanye, Drake, and Ariana Grande feud? Stars spark mental health debate. Inside CBS's secret $9.5 million Me Too payoff. SAG snubs, what it means for the state of the Oscar race. All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for December 16th, 2018. I'm Jordan Burchette, filling in for Alina Vision, and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Meet the Hollywood Press. Welcome, Jordan Burchette. Thank you. It's good to be here. Great opening. <laughs> you learned it in like 30 seconds. <laughs> this guy's a pro, and you're feeling a little under the weather, so I thank you for being a trooper. Oh, and we're for... going we're gonna to power right we through We really this. are. we got a lot to cover. So anyway, thanks for coming by. You got it. Thank okay. you. I want to welcome my panel. I'm very excited. I'm fanboying out right now. <laughs> we have Glozell here, everybody. Glozell is in the building. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming by. Hello, Ms. Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. I'm excited to be here. To be here, good. Yes. And we also welcome Alex Bryant. <laughs> Hey. Social media expert who's currently with Bravo. You've also mm-hmm. worked. You were uh, Oprah, uh, Oprah ambassador, ambassador. Mm-hmm. and then one more. I'm dropping it right now. There's someone else recently that you worked for. Et. Yes. Alex, welcome. You bring Thank a lot of expertise, you. and especially today because we're going to be talking a lot of social media's impact on Ooh, what's going so on. Ooh, there's so much. But really quickly, just because I want to bring uh, viewers up to speed, not that they should know, considering you've got like 4 million oh. uh, follower account on your YouTube, but you interviewed Obama. Yes. I remember it like it was While like... he was president, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and I was going down a, ra- a Glozell rabbit hole when I was doing my <laughs> research for... But I want to run a clip really quickly because uh, she had... Oh, she got 10 minutes, I think it was. Yeah. You and it was a handful, kind of like the height when like YouTube was like, it's all about YouTube. Yes. Making, and you were like up high. You were sort of on the front end of that. I want to run a clip really quick from your Obama wow, interview. Okay, thank you. Three family members who are in the law enforcement. Uh-huh. And my husband, who painted okay, that, yeah, yeah. yes... He's retired from the Air Force. Well, we're grateful for his service. You tell him thank you. I will do that. Okay. However, he's mad at me right now Uh because I cut all the hoods off his hoodies. (laughs) I did. I did that for real to protect him because I'm afraid when he goes outside that somebody might shoot and kill him. And it's not like regular folks. It's the popo. I hope that... This changes. How can we bridge the gap between black African American males and white cops? Well, first of all, coming back in from that, we always have to just. So, such a serious yeah. 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 I miss presidents. I miss presidents. Uh, remember that when we had those coherent <laughs> questions answered in a yeah. coherent manner? Yes, oh we do goodness. miss that. But now, the interesting thing about that, really quickly, you did, you hit, 
some really hard topics with him and did it with grace. Thank and you. he answered all. I was so impressed and to rewatch that. But you were also known for your funny viral videos. And I'm going to play <laughs> one of my absolute favorite. And then we will get to the topics today. But this is Glozell doing her world famous Oprah I oh. Love Bread <laughs> Weight Watchers. Let's see. This is the joy for me. I love bread. I love bread. I love bread. I love bread. I now just manage it so. I don't deny my own bread. I eat bread every day. Okay. I love bread all Okay. So, anyway... I had to show the audience oh, the full yeah. spectrum, the full glows out spectrum on display. Yes. Full really? out. Anyway, a fanboy here. I've always watched your stuff. I'm such uh, such a pleasure to have you Thank here. You. And with that, but I wanted to bring my viewers up to speed in case there was anyone that didn't know about all of the range of things that you're doing. And you also recently filmed uh, a movie like with Taraji. Yes, we're yes. both in Wreck It Ralph. Too. Yes, congratulations. Yes, so please, it's still in the theaters now. Go and watch several times. Multi talented. Yes, thank you. So from a light Oprah moment, we're going to jump into some more serious fare. Okay, so Pete Davidson. Um, oh, my goodness. First of all, prayers and thoughts, yeah. just because he's obviously going through something. So to bring viewers up to speed really quickly, Pete Davidson yesterday um, posted an alarming message on his Instagram, which I think we're bringing up right now, saying basically that, <clears throat> hold on. I'm doing the best to stay here for you, but I actually don't know how much longer I can last. All I've ever tried to do was help people. Just remember, I told you so. It set off, uh, you know, Ariana. And it should. It mm-hmm. should. Alarm bells everywhere. Celebrities tweeting, trying to get a hold. Does anyone know where he is? Does anyone know where he is? She even rushed over to his apartment. I heard that. It was just an outpouring of support. But, you know, going back to give people some background here, after the breakup with Ariana, Pete had yeah. been getting bullied, cyberbullied, um. for months about the breakup. And just various other things. You know, he, he's a comedian. He goes out on a limb. Right, so he, he should get it. And, and, I, and it's really hard to go, wait a minute, him? Because if he can feel this way, anybody can. Because here he is on a top show. Yes. You know, he's got a great career. He's been connected to top women. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like... You yeah. are the one that can make it through anything. Exactly. Yeah. So you think. So after he okay, so after he posted it, um, even like the authorities did a check, like a sanity yeah. check to make sure he was okay. Um, I want to just start with this first question to kick off the conversation and basically sort of say, okay, so he has um, documented his uh, mental illness, you mm-hmm. know, that he does suffer mental illness. He's been very public about that. But now this is sort of like a su- you know, it's suicidal. And by the way, I should tell you guys and viewers the comments were even hideous because in this message where he said he didn't want to be in the world instead of people sort of being there were actually internet trolls in there saying do it like take your life encouraging encouraging him to do it like that's where we're at sort of here with the discourse so I want to start with this question Glozell take it um, first and then I want to hear from you Alex but like how much do you think the actual social media bullying really does play a role here in, in, in these kind of problems for celebrities like Pete? Well, when if there's any kind of mental illness going on, yeah. I would think that it is something that would tilt you over to the other side. Yeah. Because anybody else, I'm like, how can you, like I said, he's on a show. He's, he's the epitome of success. Yes. And you know, and you're like someone saying something negative about you and you're a comedian where you talk about people like that's what you do yes Mm -hmm. so it just shows you that everybody has a side and everybody has a weakness and if there's mental illness you you gotta take it serious which I I'm like oh my goodness yes now Alex you and 
some of your jobs have been you've had to be present on the internet mm-hmm. to really know the temperature of what's going on, both the good and the bad right. for what you've done. What is your feeling sort of about what I just, you know, the same question here. Like, how much of a role does does that take? How much of a toll with trolls just sort of pounding away on a celebrity? Time, day it to day? is. It's also very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, also, just so some of the roles I've had is, like, how to filter some of that, too. Yes. But also be aware that that's out there as well, but mm-hmm. not let that be so controlling. Yes. Um, I would also bring up the part about, you know, everyone, it's, everyone's human, you know. Everyone yes. has weaknesses, just like Lizelle said. And it's also to be, like, uh, treatment's also available. It helps also out there as well. It's yes. not just so much negative, negativity, but also the positive's also there, too. So critics of social media, and, and Jordan, um, I want to bring you in on this too, critics of this do say that like this kind of, like this is the downside of social media, okay? Right. I want to flip it on here and see what you guys think though. But do you think there actually is an upside to this because had Pete not had this outlet, and he sort of was internalizing mm-hmm. what was going on, you wouldn't have sort of, like it's almost like it's both a downside and upside because here you have trolls bullying you into feeling like you want to hurt yourself but then you have the minute you kind of come out about it you have all of this outpouring of love and support like to help you so do we see that as an upside it's interesting because those of us who still remember a time when there wasn't an internet right yeah Mm -hmm. cling to notions of how things kind of used to be if if you're total digital native from the start you were born like around the time Pete Davidson was born, for yes. instance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You don't have anything in an analog to which you can compare this. I think about, like, you know, somebody uh, was out in the out on the sidewalk and, 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 and making these declarations. Can you imagine a throng of people around him saying, like, yeah, do it, man, kill yourself. Like, if it's real life, but yeah. the, 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 the luxury you have being anonymous or being you know, chipping this stuff in on the Internet, uh, it, it's a totally different dynamic. I don't know if it's better... Because what would the alternative have been? Yeah. Could, could he have sought help from, I don't know, more meaningful sources to him than the open platform of Twitter? And you can't turn it off. No. no yeah, every time wrong. you're on the, the television or your phone or you – I mean, it's everywhere. You being – now, coming up in, mm-hmm. in social media yes. where you, you got your start on uh, YouTube, how much do you pay attention to, like, the comments? And, and, and like, do, does that take a toll? Like, get, like uh, if you're honest, like, does it bother you? If it, of course like- it bothers you, but you have to make sure that y- – you know they're going to do that. Yes. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's always shocking to someone like me when I'm like, wow, you're on SNL. Who, what comedian doesn't want to be on SNL? Yes. And here you are, yeah. young and epitome of, of life here. And it, it's still shocking that, wow, he is still a human. And if it gets to him, it can get to me. you got to stay on top of your mind. you got to keep yourself uplifted all the time yeah. because yeah. anything can happen. You've got to be prepared to have that strong armor of protection for yourself. I mean, he's been through a lot already before all of this. Because I mean, his dad yeah. was the first responder on 9-11. He, he, he died. died. His, at, yeah, his father, Pete Davidson's father, is a, a first responder oh. in New York and actually uh, died during 9-11. He's been very public about that, too. Yeah. Like, just like the kind... And he is also in recovery. He is a recovering um, addict, plus the mental disorder. So, I mean, the kid sort of... Um, uh, survived a lot to even get a to the lot. point, like you said, yeah. the 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 dream of any comedian out there. Comedian out there. And but I think this break, get Ariana, sort of a global superstar, dating her threw him into just another mm-hmm. stratosphere. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. I think. And, and, and again, we're going to get to this because it plays into sort of Kanye also with this mental illness and social media crossover that we're talking about that 
is it more than like you're saying or because we're not going to do an armchair diagnosis none mm-hmm. of us are psychotic right. yeah. but do you think it does play into its feel how you're feeling healthy as a person regardless if you're a celebrity or not the social media is not going to affect you or, or are you saying it can still take a toll i think it still can take a toll on yeah. you i don't mm-hmm. care who you are yeah it depends uh, on the individual right maybe some people are able to to sort of shrug that stuff off more right. while others take it more personally more personally we, if it just keeps coming after you, you have to turn it off you right. have to just unplug and then rejuvenate somehow so after this all happened, this was mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and he was due at work, okay? So he ended up going to SNL. He didn't appear really in skits last night, but mm-hmm. just for a brief moment introduced uh, Miley oh, Cyrus, Cyrus yeah. right? How much do we think, in an overarching question, does NBC and SNL have... How much of a responsibility is it for them, uh, with him being their staffer, that they... Uh, need to be making sure that he is taking care of They need himself. to make sure that he's taking care of 100% because they have yeah. a history with SNL of comedians mm. dying, killing themselves. Yes. Like, this, like There's a tragedy that follows some of the top comedians that's been on that show for years. You know, you just reminded me of that, actually. For I years. I actually think of that, mm-hmm. that that actually has been like a chronic sort yes. of curse with SNL. That's it, it, true. Do you think that that's something to be said? For Belushi like, to go on? I mean, it's a yes, lot. Yes, Belushi. Yeah. And um, the one uh, with the, the wife, Hart, 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 oh, oh, Phil Hart, Hartman. Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, awful. Um, do you think that com- comedy then for some people is an outlet because they're actually polar opposite of like... 100%. Comedians, because I've started off doing stand-up, comedians, you're laughing at us. You're laughing at our life, and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But then after all, you're like, you're laughing at our heartaches. Let me tell you about how poor I used to be. (laughs) My mama used to beat me, and blah, You are talking about... It's like going to therapy, and your therapist is just laughing at you. And heckling at at your life, and you're making a living off of this, but you're still human, and you can't turn it off. Turn it off. Some of the best with jokes. the social media now, you cannot turn it off. Before, you can. You're like, okay, I'm done with my Davidson's talk. best jokes are about 9-11. Wow. They are. They are. Wow. So, okay, so one more question on this, and then we're going to move on to this Kanye, Drake, and how Ariana fits into that. But, okay, so the start, the outpouring of support, which I want to just uh, show a couple with Pete, was swift and beautiful, actually. So, like, Jada Pinkett Smith, for instance, um tweeted out, Pete Davidson, hang in there. There's a lot of help out there. Um, Basically, surrender to some love wherever you are. Shawn Mendes, uh, be aggressive with love. Love your people. Tell the people. Then it was also um, Nicki Minaj tweeted out just, you know, to Pete and Connie, just basically saying how we can't, we need to take mental health more serious. Did they like, say what was it that triggered this particular? This, was it, is it Ariana? That's like that was a, it, that's was, just it. It was like he's been he's been going through the aftermath of the breakup because yeah. they broke so up it's about. Still, yeah, okay. and I, she she released that video. I guess about what like a, a week or two Thank ago. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Oh. And remember, he was in the burn book part of it. So she said, "Sorry, I dipped and everything." And then he's just sort of, you know, he's made a couple jokes about it in Weekend Update. But then, other than that, this came sort of out of the blue. It was like, I don't think I want to be. But you, you knew he was. A couple weeks ago, he was honest about that he had been bullied. He did this big post just about he can't believe like when people get into your business and they don't know the whole story. So he 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 has been kind of upfront that he's been struggling with the breakup. And then all of a sudden this. But this is like another level. This is going like, hey, I... So I, that tweet was to her. Instagram. I mean, right. I mean, the Instagram was 
Oh, no, we, I mean, we, I don't okay. know. Because she did show but, up. At the, I mean, what? And I feel for her too because what? Well, I mean, there was a bombing at her, her concert, concert and yeah. then um, Mac Miller. Yeah, he passed away. So it's taken. It's, it's got. She's young too. She, I, she's been. I mean, I more power to her. She's, right. she's yeah. had ultimate highs this year and ultimate lows in her life, but she's exactly. handled it with grace and dignity. Um, the other thing I want to just ask in this, we saw a lot of the. Um, beautiful outpouring from celebrities on a, on a positive mm-hmm. side after this. Mm-hmm. But do you think that Hollywood um, and uh, the people on Twitter, though, are walking the walk on this? Or, or is it the actual community that's coming to his defense are also creating this discourse along with our president, who uh, creates a lot of negative discourse through Twitter? Do you think that this is like a larger um, issue to look at, and just how? Because you're, you sort of had celebrities comment, "Oh, Pete, don't do this," but then you think two weeks ago they're beefing, saying really kind of nasty things to other celebrities. As a comedian, I want to joke about folks, but I don't want them to kill themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's funny until it's like, "Oh, I thought you was gonna, you know, give it back to me. I don't want you to cry." Yeah. You know, anybody I talk about, if I'm talking about the Kardashians or anybody, I don't want them to be upset. No. Really, Mm-mm. you know, I wanted to keep it going. You know, that kind of a thing. So I don't. Think anybody really wanted him to, you know, go this far? No, absolutely no. not. Mm-mm. What do you think? I mean, I, I think that resonated actually what Glosell said resonated yeah. with me specifically that because I've been there some I've, things I've written in the past have been right. subject to some criticism. Yeah. Some, but what I want is to be thrown back what mm-hmm. I put out there. Like that's usually how it goes when it's when 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 you're thinking you know, it's, it's for the, you're always going for the punchline. Right? Yeah. And as yeah. long as it's a clever, it's for the and we're all in, you know, we're yes. all then throw a, another good zinger back at me. And when when yeah. that doesn't come then you go, oh. Yeah, I didn't that was real to you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then quickly let's jump over to um uh, anyway, good thoughts to Pete. We hope that he's like Definitely. Uh, yeah, feeling a lot better, but Okay, so the other uh, side of this. Ariana got pulled in. Drake and, okay, Kanye, I don't even, I, I've read through Ooh. all the articles. Do you even know what they're beefing? I mean, it's a, it's about songs. It's about diss things. It's, not, it's like goes way back. Mm-hmm. Kanye spent, and it, I, I, I looked at article, 125 tweets on his history <laughs> with the Drake thing on Thursday. Okay, this is where this all started. Kanye came out of nowhere and started basically recounting his whole thing, how he's got beef with Drake, right? So then they, it kept going. Like, literally, Kanye was having a full-on, like, verbal, like, diarrhea meltdown on Twitter for a day. Everyone's... Was Drake uh, coming back at him? Or he was, no! He was just no, like, and this, and then another thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. And so just going about his business. And so Ariana then and uh, Miley were set to release singles. Mm-hmm. And so Ariana mm-hmm. sent out a tweet just basically saying, now, I know there's two grown men out there like beefing, but could you just give us like a couple hours to re- let the girl shine and release our music? Kanye then fired back at her. I didn't say anything wrong uh, with that. What, what he did or no, she? No, what, what she did. Not yeah, at all. Well. Okay. Because well, I'm, like, I'm missing the Kanye. I mean, are we trying to make logic out of what he... I mean, he basically said... She's like, calm down so we can just drop our songs. In drop which right case, off. should she not have had to apologize? Because she did. She apologized because she's because she's graceful, but it's like, I don't think she Because he was coming after her, right? So yeah, yeah. He came after her. She basically then said, I'm sorry, because then he, he couched it on the whole mental illness thing. Well, yeah, he thing. guilted her. Yeah, he basically goes to let. I'm gonna let you finish, but yes. <laughs> I gotta put this out there. <laughs> but you agree with that, right? It was kind of like she didn't even need to apologize. To I, I mean, it's really tough because 
you know, if you're if you from a psychological perspective, if you hurt somebody, yeah, you might see it as your responsibility to apologize, even if you didn't do something wrong. Right. Maybe that's mm. what she's, you know, the tack she's taking. So here's what I want to ask. With Kanye putting out 125 <laughs> tweets, which, by the way, you think at that point, why don't you write a Facebook post and you could put all, instead of, like, 140 characters. Yeah, that's what out. Medium's for, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. You almost, in this whole thing, no one just said to him, why don't you get on Medium and just write what you need to say? Um, do you think that the Kanye thing is just, like, it's at a, a point where it's, like, because to me, that's... Almost just as alarming as the the Pete post. Like the Pete post is like I don't know if I want to, but Kanye's, it's like a nonstop thing with like zero. Like who's in his life? Is there just no way to tell him? And then yeah. the minute that it comes push to shove, it's like I'm mentally ill, which uh-huh. actually makes a lot of people yeah. that actually suffer with mental illness look like like it, it's not. It doesn't shine well upon them because yeah. a, a person with like by because he also said he was missed. Oh no, I was misdiagnosed. Like he's bi. We can't even tell. Is he bipolar or not bipolar? Because he's now saying that. You he saying we like, can't tell? We. Can- <laughs> I guess we can. I mean, here's the thing, uh, Alex. What were you gonna say? My my thing is is like it goes back to like intention. Like what's the intention? Uh, like yes. they Pete wants to put the post out there, but what was the original? Like did he plan it to put it out for a certain amount of time and then remove it? Yeah. Also with Kanye, if he's going like all these tweets, it's back to back. What's what's the, what is he trying to get out of all this? Just to stir up more things, or is it? Well, he said that because he, he, it's to, to shine a light on mental illness because it's never it's not going to not be taken seriously because he basically was saying it works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is put. It's making we're, us talk we're about. about it. Yeah, I mean, that's it works. what people started talking so about. It's like, basically. well, you mm-hmm. are a genius, just like your wife said. Because Nicki, because <laughs> Nicki Minaj tied Pete to Kanye after because she basically said like you know uh, prayers to Pete and Kanye. You know, mental illness mm-hmm. is no joke. I'm, I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. here, yeah. but um. I guess what I guess the point I'm getting at though is like social media overall is this a healthy thing that people that are suffering mentally ill are also just throwing Any, up on their keyboards essentially anything could be uh too much of anything is too much yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. My favorite part of this whole thing was reading the New York Times assessment of it all. They were reporting it outright journalistically. Uh-huh. It was, you know, there's like, and Mr. Tw- and Mr. West then tweeted. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's like, it's the equivalent of like the journalistic version of, and then he was all like, and then she was all like, she thinks she's cute. But it's in the New York Times. In the New York Times. Yeah. I read that article. Yeah. yeah. New York Times. That was a time where the news was like, you're in your suits and everything. But now, social media, that's where it's at. If you want anybody to. Okay look at anything so New York Times it is the news well even just the Ariana okay so she ended up apologizing guess what my question there's not too many questions to ask but just more I want to say is there anything that Hollywood or as an industry whole should be doing like or is this just it is what it is it's a freight train social media exists it's a freight train because you have freedom of speech and then you have freedom of consequences and then you do I mean yeah just don't say anything. Is there? Right. Yeah, I don't think you can't it, say anything. Any final thought on that? Then <laughs> comedians. I don't know what you, what what was going to happen because you can't say. Comedians anything. is such a, a, a we we talked about that on a couple episodes you ago. There's anything. such a line now where it's like you don't know what you can say because every you offend basically someone with anything that you say nowadays. Well, right. and you know, it's a, I think getting going back to the, the the comment that you made in the last conversation about the volleying of it all. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of felt like if you if there's if you can't make fun of uh, everything, you can't make fun of anything. Yeah, I almost right. think you have to be an equal opportunity offender. Mm-hmm. But then who who's the people that draw that line? Who who draws the line? We can't have Archie Bunker anymore. We can't no. even do some of the skits they used to do on Saturday Night Live. What am 
my favorite ones was Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor. I mean, they took that. Uh-huh. You can't even find that one. Uh-huh. They go and they end up saying the N word. It's hilarious. These two, but you can't. You so when you were talk, so like, as a comedian mm-hmm. and an African American mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. that would not that did not offend you. Those kind of skits. no. I just now learning. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be offended at this, and oh, I'm supposed to because yeah. your initial is like this is funny or laughing. Yes. You know, a Saturday Night Live is the dream, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. And now, at this time, you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be offended by this. And I'm, I'm like, why? Why? Do you think it's almost a culture of, though, like, who's the loudest uh, gets the most sort of, like, what community is the most loudest about what's offensive? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, and this is to digress a little bit, but, like, the trans community right now. Mm-hmm. It's not a very... If you actually look at statistics, it's not a large community in terms of the country. But when anything offensive is said, I feel like they're loud. So they get a lot of, you know, okay, that's inappropriate now. So you're talking about Kevin Hart and the Oscars? Well, we were talking about that last <laughs> week. But that's LGBTQ. So yeah, yes, that includes... Yeah. Um, LGBTQ to a, to a degree. But mm-hmm. I'm saying even more so if you get into the niche the niche groups mm-hmm. within that community. Right. I do feel uh, for, for on a lot of issues, gay men have sort of were like back in the 90s fighting for their... You know, it's kind of at where it's like now trans mm-hmm. rights is forefront. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Do you think there's something you said about... The louder you are, the more. Well, the squeaky wheel gets the the oil. That's that's yeah. that's just what it is. Because I, I kind of feel like even when we've come up and like right this year, crazy rich Asians get you know, and, and, right. and this being the year of the Asian, mm-hmm. it's almost like the Asian community is more docile and wasn't making noise where it's like where's all the representation in Hollywood but it was like you didn't really have people like Constant Wu now who's mm-hmm. like on the forefront of making noise about exactly, it right. so I guess like is there somebody who said that or am I completely off base that it's about making noise I'm about to make some noise because I, <laughs> yeah. I want Crazy Rich yeah, Blozell you know oh, okay. I want I need some movies and stuff coming out <laughs> you know oh my gosh because it's not about talent anymore it's about numbers when you go to auditions or anything it's like how many people are following you how, how, how many on your Instagram, yeah. follow, your, your YouTube, that, so that it's about that. It's about getting those numbers and it's making that, it nice. And it's that if you're doing it the honest way, or then it's relationships in Hollywood because then that's it's never like, going away. That's never going away. That's because, never going away, people. Because you notice how you'll find these actors or actresses that do all of a sudden get their big break, but they're kind of like, oh, the daughter of blah blah blah, or the. It's like so. Mm-hmm. You're right. If you're doing it the honest way, your numbers matter. The, there you go. Unless you have like a like an in relationship wise. Anyway, and it takes so much longer. <laughs> Moving you know? on, you have to get more creative. Right. Let me out. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to um, CBS. Man, last week we had a whole. And by the way, our viewers are really responding to this story because um, we talked about last week how Les Moonves, the big New York Times bombshell uh, article, just about how the internal investigation into his sexual misconduct. He was obstructing as it was going along. Now, on the heels of that, this week, New York Times breaks another article about actress Eliza Dushku, who was hired to, um, was going to get a, she was hired for a multi-episode arc on Bull with Mm -hmm. Michael Weatherly, and basically with the intention that she was going to become a full-time cast member. She was then, um, some inappropriate comments from Michael Weatherly were made to her. That's what I want to make sure, from the guy who plays both. Yes, on set. Which then also led, if you read deeper, that once he said the comments, he said about a threesome, or I'm going to put you in my rape uh, van, like really inappropriate stuff, that then even like a crew member walked over to her after it and goes, I'm with Michael on the threesome thing. So it just was like... 
basically this girl comes here to just do her job right. as an actress. And she, okay, so she then decides to go speak about this, how it was inappropriate. Right. Um, the next thing she knows is she's not going to become a cast member. Surprise! Surprise! Something. And when they got um, escalated to their, you know, like the the, uh, the executive that handles these kinds of uh, kind of mediations, mm-hmm. they actually asked Bull to provide tape from the set because, okay, ready for this? Because they wanted tape to actually show that this didn't really happen. What ended up happening was when they pulled the raw tape, it had the harassment on pieces of the tape. They basically... Did he say it didn't happen? They were trying to get... And, like, so the law firm that then looked into this said not only was this, like... Anyway... The woman was lying. That's what they thought it was going to happen. Yeah, or just they were going to just sweep it on the road. Like, and 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 then even the executive producer was trying to say, we just don't have a way to write you in now. Like all of a sudden, it was like (laughs) Michael Weatherly. uh, If the article says he then went and basically said, I need to talk to you about uh, Eliza's um, uh, sense of humor. Is how it was phrased. And by the way, New York Times, man, some incredible journalism. Somebody is everywhere. Incredible journalism. Um, And whenever it's like she didn't comment for the article, so you already know what that. No, she she declined to comment, which means this is absolutely (laughs) accurate. And so this gets better. So after you read about all of this payment, you don't see um, fallen, disgraced Les Moonves in the article at all. Deadline Hollywood then the next day. Breaks another story that guess who personally managed the nine point five million dollar payment? Les then President Les Moonves. So <laughs> Michael Weatherly being his big star of the network on NCIS, and again the guys' culture that we you know mm. the boys' club culture at yeah. CBS. Yeah. He orchestrated. And by the way, this is coming. I mean CBS's hits just keep coming. So I guess what I want to ask right now because did he so- ever apologize? This Michael Bull guy? Okay, so he did for the New York Times article. <laughs> the quotes were ranging from, hold on, let me bring you because I want to be accurate. Because he's their golden boy, right? Oh, I mean, that his, show his shows are like the highest rated shows. Like, listen, he was like their golden goose, but at the same token, to just think you're saying women need to come forward and feel you could she did all the right There's, channels that yeah, you possibly could do at a company and she still was just told there's always these loopholes of like well um, they're on quarterly option contracts so we're just not picking up your option but it's like it's all on the up and up like Hollywood's clever at, at that you know it's sort of like we don't have a way to write you in now after she reports the, the lead of the show yeah, but anyway yeah. she got 9.5 million which would have been Four would, episodes? Three, four episodes? It would have been, no. It oh, would have oh been, seasons. It would have been the equivalent of like what she would have paid, got paid if she did become the, the, the regular. The regular. So I just want to read you, like, Michael, uh, paraphrasing, Michael basically was saying, looking back, that was not very funny. My choice of uh, words. So he didn't apologize. He apologized he saying, like, it was bad, it was in bad taste, basically. It wasn't funny. Yeah, I think saying I'm going to take you in my rape van is not funny on any. No, that is just Do you not think it was more genuine? Like, yeah. Do you think it was more genuine about it, like through his apology? Well, it was in like, it was in writing. It was in the article, so he didn't actually like get on camera. And what about the other guy? See, when no. when Daddy or the principal starts saying stuff, and then other like, yeah, we gonna jump in too. So he said it, and then the camera guy, because you want Bad Daddy to, to, yeah. to be like, yeah, yeah, we the boys, mm. and that's what. Well, even then, when she when the show was wrapping for the mm-hmm. season, that basically they were doing a toast for the final season, but she wasn't coming back at that point because she already knew that she wasn't going to be... Because they didn't do the settlement yet, so they're even, like, backtracking. So Michael Weatherly's doing a toast and says, oh, I need a pretty girl to... Uh, 
to do, and he calls her up there, and basically she's even embarrassed there because he's a star show. She has him, and then they embarrass her again with it within like when they're doing the toast, and she thought it was odd at the time. She said, but she she just felt. What do I say? No, I'm not going to walk right. up there. It's yeah. like the star show. But he basically did that to kind of like humiliate her again after he was already pissed off that like she went and reported him and stuff. It's just like when you think about that we're in 2018 and I know that Hollywood's gone through this whole like Me Too movement that has started to move the needle. But my question about this CBS thing is what I want to ask everyone is sort of do you um, hold on one second. It's, it's just really crazy. It, they're trying to write the ship right because then the day after this article came mm. out, they they announced that they were donating um, some of their twenty million dollar money like that les yeah. to like eighteen different women advocacy groups. Mm-hmm. Do you think though it, uh, it's enough? Like uh, it the, 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 the what's his punishment? Because other people lose their jobs. He, other people there is none. You, you never see him there again. There is none. Okay, I just want to know what it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, you mean Michael right now? I mean, yes, because as of her, this date, she, might, she may or may not get hired it's, again somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Hers is always because, you know, hers yeah, is because different. Yeah, because it's then. like, oh, she's going to be, she'll, right. she'll talk, she's joke, a talker. Yeah. Yeah, and that's more often than not what you hear about these Me Too survivors when we were in the, when we were in the height of it all. The, the aftermath is even worse. So, like, the women that came forward and were praised in the initial, like, for for yeah. coming forward, that later on, the 12 months later, it actually has damaged them getting new jobs. Of course. Get, it's, right. it's it's just... Repeat and the women who mm-hmm. are like, I still do it. I'll I'll do that to get that job. You call me up, bull. I'll do that, you know? <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Pick me up in the rape van. I'll yeah. be right on set. What? <laughs> I will drive it. You know, there's people who are just like, I'm, I'm down for it. So it's all over the place where, what a guy really knows what to say or not to say because so many times it was all right. It's getting reinforced by other people. Exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. think then, a little bit in, in inferring what you just said, that the sisterhood of the Me Too are not sticking together enough, then you say? Because it's like me, me, me. Like you're saying, like there's going to be... That woman doesn't want to be treated like that, but there's the next woman behind right, that, her that'll take the job. I just feel like I'm going to say that men might not be so smart to differentiate, like, oh, mm-hmm. this one is okay, because it's it's different. Yeah. Okay. You know, that, that person coming up the ladder, be like, I don't mind doing this. He's cute. Whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mind that. And then someone else is like, I'm established. I'm just here to work. I, I don't understand what's yeah, going the on. Yeah, the opportunity is available. They'll just jump right on it. But at the same time, it's also being like curious about so why do you want to do this job in the first place? Like, have you did you read the script? Does it align to what you want to do? Because yeah. some people pick like, is it aligned to their values, or you know their eth- um, ethnic preference as well? So. Alex, what do you think in terms of because um, you just looking at like the social media impact of all of Me Too and and Times mm-hmm. Up and how they they have been using like the Times Up like we're watching you less Moonves we're like you know with the whole. Um, uh, severance package that's in in question here over the investigation. Do you think there's further things that they need to be doing to still remedy what's going on in Hollywood with all of these issues? I think they should have more conversations, like either like panels or conversations, like on like on this show, for example, to yeah. to bring up like this this is pretty a serious matter that needs to be addressed. Yes, um, in like in the top of all, all the. The claims and the documents and the payments and stuff like that, but it's uh, it still need to be like a focus of discussion for sure. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's not like every like we got a hashtag. It's all over. Declare victory. Yeah, yeah. you know that That's was the beginning. Trigger. I mean, this yeah, has been an exactly. ongoing process for decades. For decades, and you need a lot of New York Times um, uh, reporters out there digging stuff up. Yeah. They need to double that staff. They'll clean up Hollywood real fast. I mean, Ronan Farrow alone took down 
uh, Harvey Weinstein. Did she? Him, Ronan. And I, I mean, did did I mean was Weinstein? Is he taken down? Well, I mean, he, imagine he's going to court. Like, but they're it, fighting some of the claims right now. So the latest reports on him are basically. Um, is he in jail? Is it what? Like, no, what he's happened not to in him? jail. They, he still has not to, yet. I mean, that, not that's yet. still a possibility. Okay. It yeah. just has There's been so many cases yet. that it's going to yeah. depend on, like, it's like a Bill Cosby situation where, like, what case do they have the evidence to actually? Mm-hmm. I don't see a universe personally just looking at the case like he's not going to, he's not just going to get a slap on the wrist. I can't imagine. I, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. There's always that percentage oh, of probability. So. Money talks. I, I, this BS whole, this, you know, who 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 knows? Because I used to like, you did this wrong, you gonna get wronged. But now it's like, oh, you got away with, uh, oh, so I I just can't predict anymore. <clears throat> so when you guys saw that article um, about, have you been following a lot of like the Me Too, the Me Too oh, yeah. stuff that's been going yes, on? It's, every, it's everywhere. Yeah. Does it shock you about CBS? Like, had you ever thought that that there were like those issues at CBS prior there, to seeing all those this? There's those issues everywhere. Yeah, like those every issues. Uh, there's probably those issues here. There's on uh, YouTube. There's issues in every job. Yeah. where there's uh, someone in power yeah. over someone else, and you got to audition for your job. I mean, they have that in acting classes. There's problems, you know, in, in classrooms, in college. People are like, I want to get a good grade, and the teachers, you know. It's just one of those things. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they lent Moonves a lot of credibility when they, because like Letterman and even uh-huh. Colbert used to bring him on and like yeah. play him up if he was in the if he was in the house they'd sort of like spotlight him and and, and have a fun joke at his expense and stuff because that's yeah. Big Daddy you know less or whatever mm-hmm. they made him seem right. avuncular and yeah. and cool mm-hmm. and stuff. You it's better like, use your right. big words. <laughs> use your big words. I'm gonna look that up. Avuncular. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you two. You're right, though. They did try to, like, like. oh, Les is such a good guy. The interesting, though, I feel like when men are called out for these kinds of things, like Les, it, I think you can usually tell who knew things before by who immediately sort of goes out there and turns on them versus who is either suspiciously silent or suspiciously, exactly. to me, Colbert have, didn't know. That right. I really believe that because right. Colbert, when the stuff broke, was right Hurt. there to say this is wrong. You can actually look through the Me Too movement and really look mm-hmm. at the suspicious, the silence is deafening from certain people, and it's like a giveaway to say you kind of knew something. You did, didn't you? You knew something because it's right. like there's, there's. I always said this. There's like the people committing the crimes, and there's the executive enablers, mm-hmm. um, and until like sort of that whole level of. Um, within the ranks is cleaned up, you're still going to have this. So do we think CBS just needs a top to bottom? <laughs> like, I mean, it's all a matter of how fast you want this resolved. And I think that, realistically speaking, it's just going to be a long time because all those people have to die off. <laughs> like, just, Literally die off. Literally. Okay, all it's, right. It's, it's, it's like old white men running stuff, and it's like you just have to wait for the, you know. And it's we like, need all the old white men <laughs> to just die off. Is what you're crossing over. Here's, here's, here's what's tough for me is I feel like I'm crossing over into old territory myself, so I'm like, oh, i got to pull myself Not out. Not yet no. we aren't. We've got like 10 more years, I think, before that. No, but I do agree with that. I think it's still just you look at, again, the talent agencies who... Uh, put the people up for the who are the talent agencies run by who are the studios the predominantly run by right. who are the movie yeah. it's it's not it's they're trying to change it but it's not changing fast enough it's just not no it's too woven in yeah. you know it's just been a you, part of you know the casting couch kind of thing it's just been there so been long there. 
Yeah. So, and there's like kind of like you said, like the old uh, older Hollywood types that are just still kind of clinging on to that little bit of relevancy that they have left. They're not going to just let go. It's power. You know, it's power. And then when you, if you're a person, it's like in a frat or sorority who's been, you know, rushed and then now it's your turn. You want to rush the next people. So them dying off is like, well, now it's my turn, and Mm -hmm. I went through all this. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to pass a record around in my butt cheeks. You got to do it too. Exactly right. You know, so (laughs) and there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I want to circle back to something because we didn't um, talk about this earlier. because there were so many depressing things that I was, I wanted to bring. Yes, thank I wanted you to for try that. to bring up the energy. Thank I was you like, for that. Oh my god, we got I'm it. Yeah. so sad right no, now. No, I literally am looking at the rundown <laughs> now. I'm like, wow, this was really. Depressing. It was just like sad clowns. So, today. so, so let's have some, let's have some fun at Trump's expense now. Oh. So SNL oh. last night. Uh, Matt Damon returned. Yeah, and he spoofed Brett Kav- uh, Kavanaugh again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they did a uh, like a takeoff of the 1940s. Um, it's a wonderful, uh, life. Life. It's a it's a wonderful life. Trump. Oh my goodness! So let's just run this clip, and we'll come back on the other side of it. Me on the Supreme Court with my temperament? Are you insane? No, no, they went with that nerd Merrick Garland. But on the plus side, when I tell people I like beer, they find it charming and not like I'm threatening violence. <laughs> plus, I have so much more time now to hang out with. With PJ and Squee and Needle Dick Nick. And no means yes, Nate. Uh, hey, I bought, I bought a little present for you. It's, it's a calendar. <laughs> Every day is a different beer. Thank you, Brett. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's do this. Okay, so come back. What did you think, Lozal? Well, I think he does a great job. We love Matt Damon. And I, part of me goes like, is that bullying? Like, when you're picking at people? Like, I don't know. Like, Oh, because you're par. I think parody's protected, right? I mean, you're asking the wrong guy if you're, you're looking like, over here. Parody. We'll talk about you if it's parody. So I, I'm, I'm, I was just thinking about Pete and also the Saturday. I'm just, it's, just, it's all tangled. It's just all tangled, but I, I thought it was funny. It's, you, you can't make fun of us. Like we can't, like, but I, but to your point, like again, it's like where are the lines drawn? Am I doing? Am I hurting something? Like what, here's yeah. my I'm line. At the Trump there. I got a good one. This mm-hmm. is how we draw a line. I feel like if there's evidentiary support to show that you're quote unquote in some way, shape, form a bad person or doing bad things, then you're fair game. Yeah, but you deserve to be made fun that of. They're doing bad things. Not everybody right. thinks yeah, that Trump is a bad guy. Okay. That's true. Forty-one percent so of people, so, don't but think a lot so, of people least. don't. The man is the president, you know. Yes, he is. And people on my Facebook are like, he's not all bad, you know. And people jump on him. So there are people who don't agree with that. So that's that, that's what Gotta came up for me. I, that's when it's like, should we just forget comedy? You know, and that's just when I'm like, we just all be sad and just don't talk about. We declare dead. It's it's. Or you, you, or you can't have your suit. You can't sue people. Then it's either got to be the wild, wild west. And you say everything, or you just have to tiptoe. Well, I feel like it's, well, it's, 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 there's a growing divide there. I think you've got uh, like everything. There, there used to be a, a sort of like, you know, a fair representation of things all along. The, now it's like, you know, it, think of the country economically. It's pretty much just going to be a bunch of billionaires and a bunch of poor people and no one in the middle. And on comedy, it's kind of the same thing. Like on one end, you're like, I guess we just can't make fun of anything anymore. On the other end, you've got like Jeff Ross and David Tell's thing on Netflix that dropped. A few weeks ago, and it's yeah. hilarious, but it is. It is, it is <laughs> it's offensive. It's serious. Yeah. 
Jeff Ross is good at those roasts. Oh, yeah. He is good at the roasts. He is roasts. Like, how, how long are we going to be able to keep them? Like, you yeah. can talk about somebody. You can bully somebody if it's like this in this category and it's a show with this kind of lighting. It's and if, if the Ross box. is there, then in it. Then it's okay, and if the person you're talking about is sitting right there, and it's okay, right. you know, oh like, and, and okay then they're depressed. That's <laughs> like the uh, the consent form before sex. It really <laughs> is like, right. Craziness. Oh God. Okay. The interesting thing you just said about you hit a point. So Trump got on Twitter after this episode of SNL and was tweeting, uh, rage tweeting about how he's going to look into. Um, um, going after SNL for them not being uh, giving equal time because they're just like a democratic um, sounding like a democratic uh, megaphone basically you didn't yeah that's he's trying he, to pull the equal time standard yeah he's Sinclair trying to broadcast things which, out there owning up all the uh, which local correctly stations. you know this kind of stuff because you're 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 wonkier than I which I love you but are isn't, wonky. It, isn't it true isn't it true that uh, parody is like protected by that. Absolutely. Kind of. Yeah. So S- not, SNL's not a news show. Equal time is when you've got two candidates who have. But news shows are not news shows anymore. Some of them. Some like yeah. Beats, you know, very polarized. Yeah. But I'm listening. It's yeah. not. It's not. It, it's not shocking to me that he doesn't understand the concept of equal time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's just out there always talking about stuff he has no understanding of at all. What do you think, Alex? My thing is like it's always been reactive. Like he, he, he like you think he'd be yeah. focusing on like more of the stuff for the country, for the better good for the country. Yes. But being more reactive to like the show business side, you think it'd be like that would be always to one side. So I don't know. It's always like back and forth, but it's like you know you get you're, like you wouldn't talk about the Queen, would you? Like the Queen, but she's, people, yeah, people. This comedy like, like, about the like, Queen too, you know, that's very true. Yeah. You mean like on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, people are like, she's so dumb. Even people don't, 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 because yeah. there's a respect there. Yeah. But um, yeah. she also there's doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? She gets out there. She's very gracious <laughs> and all that stuff. There's not really anything to pick at with the Queen. Yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, she, like, what? She's not controversial, right? I mean, right. Trump is tweeting about just like stuff that like has nothing to do with like a, like a president tweeting about. He's our you know? first Kardashian president. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, any final thoughts from any of you before we? Uh... Uh, it's over already. Why you want to uh, stay longer? This was really deep. I, I hey, really what? enjoyed it. We going in overtime because I'm like. <laughs> It's just crazy. The world is crazy. Then actually, you know, before we leave them, why don't you tell us a little something, something you're working on or something that our viewers should check out, anything. Well, I do have Wreck-It Ralph in the theaters, which does um, talk about what we talked about today as far as cyberbullying and yes. things about the computer. And also make sure you check out my YouTube channel. My sister is mouthing something. What? Okay, that's what I say. <laughs> and make sure you follow me on all my social media so you can see what I'm talking about. Glozell everywhere. Got Instagram, it. YouTube. How about you, Alex? Mm-hmm. Something our viewers, uh, something that's caught your fancy. And you're getting ready to move. And yeah, I'm yes, moving. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm going to Austin. I'm pretty excited. New um, job, to Texas. New doing new things. For a new um, opportunity. So you're leaving Bravo. So yeah, I'll be at the yeah okay. I'm in, end of my contract with them uh, okay. at the end of the year, and um, yeah, so I can move into that and focus more on like uh, more social good, um, positive things and uh, social action sort of advocacy. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, right mm-hmm. on, right on. Yeah. Um, anything like movie you've seen or you want to recommend or TV show? Anything? He wants to recommend Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Ra- there we go. Ralph there breaks go. the internet. Yeah. Ralph breaks the internet. Ralph breaks the internet. Yes, for sure. Thank you, Alex, for that. Of course. Sure. Can you please one. tell yeah, viewers where they can find Meet the Hollywood Press? 
Oh, good lord. Or do I need to tell you them? Might, you might Why have don't to I take tell them? Just, just make sure we get it right. <laughs> oh. Viewers can find Meet the Hollywood Press on AfterBuzz TV, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify also, which I just realized myself. I didn't even know we were on Spotify. <laughs> I was like, oh, my podcast is on Spotify. Congratulations. Um, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, all at, at Meet the Hollywood Press, except Twitter. Somebody has our handle, which I'm get I'm coming for you. <laughs> so it's at on Twitter, it's at on all of them, it's at Meet the Hollywood Press on Twitter. It's at Meet the Hollywood Meet the HWD Press. Thank you both for Thank stopping you. in. Thank you. Have me back. I, I enjoy myself. Thank you for taking over Thank duties you. for the Thank lovely you. Alina, and we'll see you next week. Get well soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.